Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, from the earth you made us in your image. Therefore, Lord God, let us be like the earth. May we receive your word as seed, and may we produce a harvest for your kingdom, that we would be more like you. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and redeemer. Amen. Friends, hear these words from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, you do not need to have anything written to you, for you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When they say there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and there will be no escape. But beloved, you are not in darkness for that day to surprise you like a thief, for you are all children of light and children of the day. We are not of the night or the darkness. So then let us not fall asleep as others do. Let us keep awake and be sober for those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober and put on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of hope and of salvation. For God has destined us not for wrath, no, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live with him. Therefore, encourage one another, build up each other, as indeed you are doing. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So I just wanted to share this. I really enjoy a good action movie. You know the ones where there are covert ops and some apocalyptic events coming and there's a bunch of heroes that need to save today. Basically lots of loud noises, lots of people running around, all the exaggerated overstimulation. I love it. I absolutely love it. And it usually starts off that one of my kids may want to watch something, but I end up watching the remainder while encouraging everyone else to pipe down so I can hear the dialogue and catch the minor details that I missed the other 10 times I might have already watched the movie. But one thing that I've noticed and that I always enjoy is that in these movies and in these TV shows, there is always a time when someone, or maybe even just about everyone on the team, is discouraged. They aren't sure about themselves. They are starting to have doubts, fears, distractions, anxiety about the future, and it makes it very hard for them to live into the present and thus do their job and do it well. So just before the climax, there's this epic pep talk, if you will, from a leader or a peer or a friend, someone who's trusted. That person offers a word of inspiration and they're able to once again go out and give it their all. Almost always, this pep talk does the job, the job of motivating, empowering, focusing, and encouraging. They are reminded of who they are, and then what seemed impossible for them is generally accomplished. Yay. In the first letter to the believers in Thessalonica, Paul is delivering one of these epic 
pep talks. First Thessalonians is loaded with reminders about what they believe. It's one of the oldest, if not the oldest letter from Paul that we have record of, and it was written about 10 years after his conversion. So Paul had visited Thessalonica or Thessaloniki, preached the gospel, and started a church in the midst of persecution. He moved on then to another region just to survive and to carry on the mission of preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. But before he fled before he fled Thessalonica, during his time with them, Paul taught them, the believers there, many things about salvation, redemption, how to live a life set apart for Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, and to look forward to the future return of Christ coming again. So when he left the believers there, they were young in their newfound faith. And they had a church, but they were without a teacher, without a preacher, without a leader. And just as life had not been overly pleasant or easy for Paul while he was there in Thessalonica, neither was it for the church he left behind. They believed that by grace they were saved. They knew that Christ would come again. They had learned that being transformed meant their lives and decisions would look different than those who had not made the same decisions to follow Christ. But there were so many distractions. You see, these new believers, they still lived in their old community full of people perhaps friends, maybe even family members who had different, very different beliefs, the same beliefs they used to have. And so there were many conflicts, many distractions, many temptations because of differences. So in writing the letter to the Thessalonians, Paul is offering an epic pep talk to remind them of what's important. He told them, I don't need to remind you that Christ is coming again. You know that. You may not know exactly when and you don't know exactly how, but you know. You just need to be ready at all times. He told them to be alert, to be awake, like in the parable of the bridesmaids and the bridegroom from Matthew. He told them to stay ready by living for Christ every day. And don't allow the people who don't believe what you believe about the parousia, the coming of Christ, the day of the Lord. Don't let the people who are in the dark influence what you believe about the light. And he tells them not to be lax, but to stay clear-headed and to be sober of mind, to be self-controlled and let faith, love, hope, let those things win over the temptations that will come toward them, like wrath, toward dissension, the temptation to have malice, the temptation to be hostile toward one another, but instead let faith, hope, love win your heart. No matter the conflicts you face, carry that faith, carry that love, and carry that hope in your head and in your heart. Paul reminds them that their salvation, which is in Jesus Christ, means something to our community of faith. It means that we not only live in Christ, but we live together in Christ. Amen? And finally, he tells them, because we live together in Christ, we should encourage one another. Don't just take this pep talk and feel better about yourself, but remember that we are not in this alone. Instead of fighting, encourage one another. Instead of finding differences to pick on, always remember, no matter the temptation to fight, always offer a word of peace. Always offer a word of hope, of love, and of faith. Everything that Paul said 
to the believers in Thessalonica are things that we need to be reminded of today. Today, we too live in a time and in a country full of conflict. The conflicts of this world, of this time, of this age, they can be all-consuming if we let them. We too, we can become distracted by our differences and even sometimes by our old ways and our old beliefs, by the people in our lives who perhaps don't believe like we believe now that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Yet as we grow in faith and therefore in love of God and neighbor, by the grace of God through Jesus Christ, we are called to remember who we are and whose we are. And even though we know that life is not the end-all, be-all on this side of glory, even though we know that we have hope in the coming of Christ, how we live our lives and live out our faith today matters. It matters. It matters that we remember that when Christ comes in a final victory and we are ready to feast at his heavenly banquet, that we are ready as the hymn goes, soon and very soon we are going to see the king. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we're going to see the king. It's one of my favorite hymns, but I have to remember that until we do see the king while we wait, how we wait matters. It matters how we wait. It matters that that doesn't include the bickering and it doesn't include the habit of of arguing over the minutiae of what's going on in our communities or the distractions that may come and that may go that we often find time to, to fight over, but we don't even understand. It matters that like the Thessalonians, are, it, they were in the habit of being self-indulgent. He's reminding them, don't do that. Don't fall back into those old ways. Don't be consumed by temptation, but keep a clear head. It matters that we are not aligning with our old worldly loyalties, but we are aligning with Jesus Christ, our Savior. It matters how we treat each other, how we communicate with each other. Matters. It matters because we, just like the believers in Thessalonica, we are being called to encourage one another, to love, to have faith with hope in Jesus Christ. So this morning, friends, let Paul's words be a reminder. Let it be an encouragement. Let it be an epic pep talk for us in our faith to know that we can do this. We may not be heroes in some big storyline, but we do have a job to do, and that is to follow Christ and follow him well. Jesus Christ died so that we would have life more abundantly, a life we couldn't live without him. We have an example in him of how to do justice, how to love mercy, how to walk humbly before God. He rose from the dead to remind us that nothing is impossible for him, and that should be an encouragement for us. So friends, know this. He that has begun a good work in us will bring it to completion. And that good work includes that we would love each other. That good work includes that we would have faith. That good work includes that we would offer a word of encouragement no matter what's going on in the world around us. Brothers and sisters, be encouraged. 
Be encouraged. Know that God is with you. And challenge yourself to be willing to offer that same encouragement to others along this Christian journey. In the name of Jesus Christ, let us pray. Holy and gracious God, we thank you for your good and your mercy endures forever. Help us to live into our faith. Guide us in your truth. Guide us in your love by faith with hope that we may be the disciples of Christ that you have called us to be. Renew a right spirit within each one of us that we may truly shine your light, that others may see and give you glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen.